Hello everyone and welcome to Geekoscopy 101, the podcast that explores the intersection between science, story and play with me, your host Dr. Yanis Kisten. And today we're exploring the utility of Wikipedia with data scientist and Wikimedian Lane Raspberry. Welcome to the show, Lane. How are you doing? Thanks for having me, Yanis. I'm great. Ready to talk about science and Wikipedia and media and society. Yes, yes, for sure. We we got connected on, on Reddit a, a few months ago. And then I took an unfortunate hiatus. I got sick and then I totally forgot. And then I checked Reddit recently and I was like, oh, there's a few people I need to chat to. And, um, when I was looking at like your profile and, and the type of stuff you do, I was, I was really intrigued because I didn't think like Wikipedia was that deep. <laughs> like I, I just thought it was uh, just a way for people to like post um, knowledge, information, and other people can like moderate and stuff, which I think is my the basic of it. But I think there's a lot more to it, and that's what we're going to chat about. So, uh, Lane, why don't you tell us a bit about yourself and what you do? Well, I edit Wikipedia. That's one thing. But what I'm really interested in is open science, open media, open data, open access to resources. I care about Wikipedia because Wikipedia is a free and open repository for pictures and text and nowadays through Wikidata, also data sets. But Wikipedia is part of an open ecosystem and I care about all parts of that ecosystem. I also care about Wikipedia's global mission. Sometimes Wikipedia is the, the entrance of people who don't otherwise have access to science publishing resources to get their content out and get it to the world. So I like the accessibility of Wikipedia, both for people who want to publish things and also for access to readers in different places. I'm at a university. It's the University of Virginia in the United States in their School of Data Science. At this university, I'm Wikimedian in residence, a staff Wikipedian. I help professors, students, people at the university get their content into Wikipedia. And also I participate in Wikipedia community events, uh, encouraging other universities to put their content into Wikipedia. How do you, how do you actually go about convincing university that hasn't joined yet like like, what, like what's the sales pitch like the elevator pitch you give them i've tried a lot of sales pitches uh i've been doing this for I, i've been editing wikipedia about 15 years at this point and i've been doing university outreach for about 10 years at this point you you go to a university you say hey a lot of people read wikipedia it's really popular in my opinion that's the best argument and then you show them the traffic stats and you say uh, hey, I know I know you do communication and social media. You're publishing your research. You want people to read it. You post to Twitter. You post to your website. You're posting in the journals themselves and getting readers there. And I say, did you know that if you post your research into Wikipedia, you'll reach a much larger audience? You'll be achieving your mission of science communication. You'll get media impact. I say this in different ways. And 90% of the time, no matter what I say, people just say, okay, you're crazy. I'm not doing anything with Wikipedia. So a tremendous amount of rejection, just bringing up the concept of Wikipedia. But sometimes people say yes. And if they say yes, then I'm ready to help them. Yeah, it's, it's something that, you know, I, I was thinking about because like when I was like all the way from first year undergrad, I believe when you first start getting introduced to the whole thing of citing literature for your research, like one of the first things you are taught is that you should never ever cite Wikipedia, um, which I find it, it's interesting because 
The thing is that if you want to get a general understanding of any topic, the first thing you're generally going to do is go to Wikipedia, even if you're like a publishing scientist. Like it is the, the simplest way to get a piece of, of knowledge and information. But then we are not able to cite it because of the way Wikipedia is set up. So like, how do you think about that whole dynamic and how do you try and convince people otherwise? Or do we have to? We don't have to. So I, I do not tell people to cite Wikipedia. What I tell them is that Wikipedia is a summary of what's already published. And at the bottom of every Wikipedia article, there's a section with references. So if there's a statement that you like in Wikipedia, you can follow the citation to the reference section, read the original paper from which the information came, and then you cite that original paper. There's no need to attribute Wikipedia for statements of facts. And you should be citing academic literature if you're talking about something scholarly anyway. There are times when you can sort of cite Wikipedia. So for example, uh, Wikipedia's content, it's free and open, including the images. You don't cite Wikipedia exactly when you're reusing the images in Wikipedia. You're supposed to credit the copyright holder, the person who uploaded the images or created the image. So you do a sort of attribution in that way. And if you like, you can say that you pulled the pictures off Wikipedia, although they often come from another source. That's just optional. Uh, other things that somebody might want to reference to Wikipedia, and this is new. I, I, no one really does this, but I think it's going to happen more in the future, is pulling data sets out of Wikidata and then making some kind of credit that your original data set came from Wikidata. And the reason why you might want to do this is that if you're pulling a reference data set out of Wikidata, again, a new thing, but this happens in, in some kinds of research. Wikidata is a mixture of so many different data sets. Uh, it might just be easier to say you pulled it from Wikidata and then give pointers so people can see what original data sets got mixed in. You can, of course, cite the original data sets as appropriate, but a lot of data curation happens in Wikipedia's Wikipedia Wikidata as well. So there's no real way to reuse this without saying you got it from Wikidata. Mm -hmm. For sure, definitely. Um, what are some of the other misconceptions you come across with people about Wikipedia or other institutions or just things that are just either flatly wrong that most people believe um, or just some things that if they knew they might use the platform more often? There's two complaints that come up more than any others in Wikipedia. The first one, it's a misconception. It's a complaint. People say Wikipedia is a low quality information source. It doesn't have a fact checking process. And in fact, if somebody tries submitting content to Wikipedia, they'll learn very quickly that it does have a fact checking process. Most of the content that gets submitted to Wikipedia gets deleted. If it's an English language, it gets deleted often within within minutes. Uh, if it's in other languages, it's, it's kind of hit and miss. So there's an English Wikipedia exists in multiple languages. The infrastructure is better around English language. We're building out other infrastructure to support other languages. But in all cases, there's there's some kind of fact-checking process and, and content gets deleted if it's not sourced to a reliable publication. So that's probably number two misconception. Uh, and uh, number, number one misconception uh, is that Wikipedia's uh, fact-checking system or the quality control process is too strict. Wikipedians don't allow anything. So we have a lot of academics or people who feel like they're editing on topics for which they have some expertise. They submit the content to Wikipedia and then it gets deleted. And they say, wow, Wikipedia, it's so strict. They won't let me post my content. 
And we're all this time, if if we remove somebody's content, we're sending the messages, hey, you need to cite your source. Hey, did you know we accept citations here? And if someone with a PhD puts content into Wikipedia, often they expect us to just accept it or somehow look them up and find their credential and just assume if they mm. say something, it's correct. But we require citations of everybody, no matter what your title is, no matter what your education is, you have to cite your sources. So uh, that's when people get really angry if they have a lot of expertise, but they won't cite sources and we ask them to cite sources. That creates a lot of conflict in the wiki community. And we just want to say that we apply the same rules to everybody. You have to cite your sources. Yeah, sure. Those, those are very two opposite things for being the, the top misconception, <laughs> which is quite hilarious. Um, so, think, do you, how often then, oh, I suppose that would be a difficult question, but like when things do get in that are wrong or is misinformation, like what is the mechanism of trying to, to get that out as quick as possible? There's, there's a few processes. So the traditional process in Wikipedia on which all other processes made processes are made are human human fact checking so as all these edits are coming into wikipedia it's a popular website but it doesn't have the flow of a social media platform like twitter or facebook or content uploaded to youtube we're not getting that amount of content so it's still an amount of content in english language at least where we have so many english speakers doing fact checking that humans review most or uh, nearly nearly all of the edits to some extent and there's quality control processes and rubrics. These are documented. If anybody wants to see Wikipedia's patrolling processes, they're documented. You can join these, you can do these yourself. And if a human says that the edit's not appropriate, they push a button and they remove it. We developed our fact-checking process based off what the undergraduate experience would be in a university. So if, a, if an undergraduate student were working with their librarian at their university, to write a paper and their librarian is giving them advice these sources are reliable or these these sources are not reliable wikipedia tries to sync with the culture of what a librarian would say appropriate so we, we built this kind of system and we made all these decisions about what's appropriate and not appropriate to cite once that system was in place for a certain number of years and we had a social process and customs around this and had discussed it a lot automation has come into play so nowadays, there's a lot of bots and automated processes that are looking for things in Wikipedia. They're not completely autonomous. There's a lot of humans scrutinizing the behavior of the bots. So they're not just free to make decisions right now, although bots are getting a lot more powerful and influential, especially about things that people have checked and, and decided more often. So some of the things that the bots certainly do are looking for profanities or vandalism, the bots are, are free to just remove this. Humans do follow up on the bots to make sure it's appropriate. Just because someone says someone says penis, they might be in an article about health or reproduction. There's appropriate places to say just about any kind of word in Wikipedia. There's a context. So humans have to check these kinds of things. Mm -hmm. But uh, in other cases, the, the bots are getting more sophisticated, looking at behavior of the users. What kinds of things are they adding? Uh, there's thought that there's also automated vandals perhaps running around in Wikipedia, so a bit of an arms race, people farming out Wikipedia accounts to spread information, this kind of thing happens. So we have some intense security, a lot of research happening in different places around the world to keep up with it. Uh, if I were to summarize our process, it's just to say that we ask the smartest people in the world, what do you think we should do given this situation? We ask this continually every year, it's an ongoing process. 
and take the best answers, publish them in public, discuss them with the community, and try to come up with security responses. So that's how it's been going, and that's how it's going to continue to go. It is, uh, yeah, it's one of those things where it's good that there's a system in place <laughs> for for this type of thing, and I think people need to be aware that it's just not a free-for-all on, on Wikipedia. It's not like... Um, other types of platforms where you can just have anything and you just have the mercy of either people or either a bot that's not you know under it's it's there's no one like at the wheel like just like driving or steering which is sometimes a thing that could happen in some platforms there, um, there are excuse me there, there there's major disparities i should point out so one of the biggest disparities is english wikipedia has the best policing but Wikipedia exists in other languages, and other languages don't have these kind of resources. So if there's a, a language community that just doesn't have a lot of Wikipedia editors, that means when people add content in that language, there may not be humans to fact check it immediately. Mm. Also, that the technology tends to come to English first. Uh, so mm. I, I'm telling you there's bots in English Wikipedia, but those bots may not be deployed in other languages because we don't have the community to oversee them or to talk about how a bot works or look at the functionality. So the bots just don't come there. So in languages other than English, there's, there's, a, there's underserved languages. And when we talk amongst ourselves about how many languages we really want to get good at in Wikipedia, maybe about 100 there, there's not really other websites, certainly no science or academic websites that say we've got to give give good quality fact-checked information in 100 languages. But this is the kind of thing that we're, we're talking about in Wikipedia. And money is, is there. So the Wikimedia Foundation, which is the nonprofit organization that's the steward and host of Wikipedia and the Wikimedia platform, they bring in a certain amount of money. And we in the Wiki community, we're in consensus with each other that the money especially should go to lower middle income countries it should not stay in rich western countries uh, hmm. we need to use money to correct diversity la lack of diversity in different places underrepresented groups uh, sure. there's there's challenges getting the money into other countries this is the, the politics of wikipedia is something that we continually discuss but at least the, the community has solidarity that we definitely need to get more mon money out of the western countries and into other places where we have fewer editors so that they can participate in these conversations about what kind of security do you want or what kind of biases are there because i, I could say something else so like if you're a researcher and you're not from a western country then when you submit your articles to papers, you're at higher risk of rejection, even if you have high quality research. And so that means that Wikipedia's, if it doesn't get published, one of the biases of Wikipedia, if something's not published, it won't get cited, so it won't appear in Wikipedia. So there's a lot of research that for different reasons, maybe someone's a good scientist, but their university is not as well funded. It doesn't have the social connections to good journals, or they don't have editorial staff to coach they're scientists on making a publication in the, in the Western style. They make it in the mm. local style, which is fine science, but maybe the content just well, isn't just an Early career scientists. Early career scientists, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So, so. It's, it's definitely one of those things where, yeah, it, it is kind of a problem. Like you have to like really grind for a long time before your name is big, big enough for your papers to get accepted easier or you need to which i think what most people do is get get co-authors with, with big names to try and get your your early pubs out and it's You've one got of it. those weird things about academia that you don't realize until you're inside academia uh 
because I, 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 I would not, ex, no, I would not have thought of that. Like when I was an undergrad or even like early postgrad, that, that the, was the politics. Thing. Yes, who thinks of that? That's not why you get into science. <laughs> yeah, for sure, and it's and it's kind of weird. Um, so yeah, it's, it sounds like a, a, a problem then when it comes to you know other other languages or other countries about getting the functionality of Wikipedia up to like English standards. Mm-hmm. Um, so then, so then it's very contextual then the, the the information on Wikipedia and what you would expect to be more acceptable is that the right word or correct or more likely to be taken on good standing compared to other bits of, of wikipedia or is yeah so you can't take a blanket statement for everything on wikipedia you have to look at it contextually that's what i'm getting that um, that's totally right yes so there, there's so yeah. many wikipedia covers every topic and then there's different people that can be expected to be experts on those those topics and we know that not everybody's a wikipedia editor so the trend is, the general trend, if I had to summarize it, is minority groups tend to be underrepresented in, in Wikipedia, mm. just like they're underrepresented in access to so many resources. Mm, for sure. But you guys are pushing to try and, and overturn that. Um, so like, what types of things do you try and do to push up the, the underserved areas of, of Wikipedia? Um, yeah, like what kind of drives do you guys make for that? One of the drives, and I'll just mention this briefly, uh, is the Wikimedia Foundation has a grant-making program, and I encourage anyone who is comfortable sharing information in Wikipedia and is thinking about doing a a university project to check out the grants that the Wikimedia Foundation offers, especially if you're from a country that you think is underrepresented as in the English-speaking world. You can do content contribution projects in, in any language, and any kind of scholarly pursuit at a university would be welcome to apply for a grant. I don't speak for the Wikimedia Foundation. I'm not an employee for the Wikimedia Foundation. I'm just a community member who happens to be at a university. But I do recommend that if somebody wants to share free and open information and they think that Wikipedia could be a partner for that, check out the grants program. Uh, as for me, a lot of things. I, I edit Wikipedia articles, of course, like everyone, everyone else. I provide peer-to-peer support for people who want to talk or contribute things to Wikipedia. But projects that I'm really excited about are related to the products of research, uh, academic publications. I participate in something called the Wikisite project, which is an effort in the Wikimedia platform to create an index of all academic publications. And this means the, the, the citation metadata of a scholarly publication at a university. So there are indexes of this, but for different reasons, it's troublesome to access the data. And we feel like if we import all this information into the wiki ecosystem, then the data will be more accessible for us and for everybody else. The reason why we want it for us is because we feel like there's good academic papers that could match with Wikipedia articles. And the easiest way we can think of determining the extent to which Wikipedia matches scholarly publication is to have our own catalog of everything ever published at every university. So if we knew that, mm. we could see, okay, here's <clears throat> here's a prominent paper and it's cited nowhere in Wikipedia. Therefore, we, we've identified it. Now we need to cite it. But reasons why other people might want to care about this are just for learning more about your society and community. So for example, if we had a list of every 
researcher, every faculty person and graduate student at every university, and we had a list of every publication that they've ever published, then we could profile an entire university anywhere in the world and say, here's what this university specializes in. Here's the kind of papers that they put out. Uh, here's what's happening in these communities. And we could look to see, okay, in this region of the world, here's where their expertise is and what they like to publish. And this other part of the world or these other people, they're publishing these things. If we could do that, then we could have better scientific social networks. Two people who are researching similar topics could find each other easier. We wouldn't have so much of the elitism. You were saying that sometimes early career scientists need to publish with someone more senior. But if scientific communication were better and people could uh, collaborate with people around the world, they wouldn't be so dependent on the networks that you get thrown into uh, in your in your own mm. local community as, when you're early career. Like you'd have a jump start mm. on meeting people around the world who were interested in you. There's lots of applications of this, but I developed this kind of scholarly publication metadata in, in the Wiki ecosystem. And I'm always trying to, to connect it with other parts of Wikipedia. Hmm. So moving away from the um, academic side, sure. like what do you think um, just everyday people could do on Wikipedia just to improve their everyday, everyday lives? What I recommend that somebody want, does if they want to learn more about Wikipedia or support Wikipedia or do something different with Wikipedia is to go and meet your friend for coffee or tea and then discuss a Wikipedia article together. The best thing that you can do with Wikipedia content is discuss it with another human. Of course, you can read things, but if you really want to learn and be a better person, uh, more knowledgeable, then talking about it with your, your peers, talking about any kind of information is the most useful thing to learn. Ask each other questions. You don't need to edit Wikipedia. You don't even need to donate to Wikipedia. Just support your friends and go drink coffee and talk about any information in Wikipedia. Uh, by this, I mean, you don't need to focus on Wikipedia itself. You should just think about the access to information that you have on the internet in the world. Wikipedia is just one channel for this. And if you started a Wikipedia article, you could also jump to reading the citations. Those are off Wikipedia. Look at what's referenced in Wikipedia and read an academic paper. Even if you're not a scientist, even if you think it's not your field, give it a go and you'll realize that science isn't so inaccessible. Everyday people can read about things. There's circumstances where things don't need to be divided between science and community. Things like COVID. Uh, everybody needs some access to public health information. Uh, it's not just that political leaders can understand these things. Actually, everybody can be part of this conversation. Things like climate change and environmental change. This isn't something to just leave to the scientists. Everybody should be a part of this. And if you're not a scientist at all, but you're still interested in Wikipedia, then learn about whatever is interesting to you. If it's sports, if it's pop culture, music, movies, you can read about these on Wikipedia and think about where does this information come from? Who put it there? Why, why did they put it there? And how am I going to react to living in this amazing time where you can search for any kind of information and have instant access to it? It's a wonderful thing. If you really wanted to go further, then create a Wikipedia account, click edit on any article after you have a source to cite and add a sentence and citation. That's, that's all I'm going to say about that. If you want tutorials or support on editing Wikipedia, you can go to Wikipedia. There's lots of humans that will help you, uh, coach you on editing if you go to the discussion forums. But uh, learn to read Wikipedia before you learn to edit Wikipedia. It's, and it's fine to be a reader your whole life if you think editing's not for you. Mm. 
for sure. And we, we discussed earlier that like Wikipedia is kind of the middle ground between like a scientific publication and just general knowledge. So if you if you want to just get up clued up to date and on any topic and everything that's happening, um, either in the past or right now, potentially in the future, probably Wikipedia is the best place to to start your journey, I think. Um how did Lane? How did you get so just so into Wikipedia? You sound just so passionate about all of this stuff. How did it start for you? I, like so many other Wikipedians, have some kind of tragedy in my past—a traumatic oh, wow. event. There was a, a different circumstances in my life, multiple traumatic events, where I was trying to to read something or get access to some kind of information, and I couldn't find it either in my library or online. So. If you meet other Wikipedians, you ask them this, like, what's your sob story? What's your sad story that makes you start editing Wikipedia? They're all going to say, I was trying to read this thing and I couldn't find it. And so I had to do mm -hmm. something about it. I, I can say different things. I was trying to go to the library. I couldn't find what I wanted. It was traumatic to me. It's not so exciting for other people. <laughs> or th there was yeah. uh, uh, access to academic papers, getting behind a paywall. I want to read this paper. And then it says I got to pay a lot of money just to read one academic paper. I think this is science. This belongs to the world. Why should I have to pay any mm. money? I, I want another option. So the, these kinds of things. But the first article I edited, uh, the first article I created on Wikipedia, <clears throat> it was about a clinical trial, a particular vaccine. I read about it in the news. And this is what what actually made me create a new Wikipedia article. I made a Wikipedia article about this vaccine that I cared about. Mm. And this was in 2008. And I've done something with Wikipedia almost every day since. Just like some people go to their social media accounts every day. There's a community of people who check Wikipedia just about every day. Mm. So mm. it's the right platform That's for a, me. I think part of the human condition is we, we can't find something out there you need. You just you just create it. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. yeah. I guess guys like you are kind of running some of the world in the background. Especially with the importance of, of Wikipedia. So it's really fun chatting to you, Lane, about, about Wikipedia. Um, where can people find your stuff and what you do on the internet? Well, you could look for me as Blue Raspberry on Wikipedia. If you search for me, Lane Raspberry, you'll find me on the internet. But I'd like to say, uh, you, you said guys like me are behind the scenes in Wikipedia. I, I'd like to say that anybody's welcome behind the scenes. And also, if you go behind the scenes of Wikipedia, you'll meet so many people, uh, thousands of people just like me, who are enthusiastic about sharing information and who would collaborate to help anyone else share information. So more than looking up me, if anybody has any questions, you can just go into Wikipedia's discussion forums, ask a question, and a real human, probably multiple real humans, will answer your question. You can do this in uh, any language. There's communities around the world editing Wikipedia in so many languages. So ask in English, ask in another language and see what's going on. If you ask them what they're passionate about, they'll they'll tell you as well. And if you tell them what you're passionate about, they'll know somebody in the wiki network and they'll refer you to that person. So you can ask any question. And if it's not the right person, they'll refer you to the right person. So those are your options for getting more information. Oh, I suggest people go do that. I think I might try myself. Well, thanks so much, Lane, for joining, joining. It's been a fun chat. Hey, this is a fun show. Thanks for having me. All right, cheers.